According to statistics, three children a day are dying in the U.S. from drowning. And so today we thought for episode number 86, it would be very useful to bring up the topic of water safety. And so in today's episode, we will get the importance of water safety, the reality of how dangerous water can be, and specific safety information to help us keep our littles as safe as we can. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode, and we would appreciate if you can share this episode with a loved one, because I believe the more informed we are, the more we can spread this information. I hope that we can go from three deaths a day to zero and bring that number down greatly. Hey mama, welcome to the Nurturing Parent Podcast. Do you want to end the constant battles for bath time? Do you find yourself emotionally exhausted at the end of the day? Do you wake up with big hopes for a smooth day of fun with your little ones, only to face an early morning meltdown because you peeled their banana the wrong way? Billy, you. Billy, you. (laughs) Hey, I'm Serena. I'm a mama of two little ones. And as a new mama, I constantly question myself. I wanted to make sure I was raising respectful kids while also building a strong bond with them. But I discovered that I had to unlearn my ideas that punishment was the way. With Amalisa's encouragement, I've been practicing a respectful and gentle parenting approach, which is strengthening our bond as a family. And hi, I'm Amalisa. Amma means grandmother in Icelandic. I am a mama and an amma. And I have over 40 years of experience in child care and parent coaching. And I am so excited to share the knowledge I've gained over these years with you. Together in this podcast, each week we will explore some easy to implement skills you can add to your parenting tool belt to help you create a happy, thriving family. So it's exciting that it's summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. So much (laughs) fun. So many outings. Pretty exhausting, but filled with fun. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I love, 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 love getting in the water pretty much every day. I go in, I do my exercises. I strengthen up my body. (laughs) Feels good. So... Given that, we want to talk to you, our beautiful listener, about water safety. It is a topic that is not often talked about, but is crucial for you to have some basic information that can keep your children safe. Um, For the swimmers and the non-swimmers, And I want you to know with all seriousness that this information can actually save lives if you put our suggestions today into practice and take them really to heart. Uh, I would agree. And I think this is such an important episode for us to have. And it's kind of like one of those where I was like, oh, water safety. Like, who really wants to listen to that? But you do not ever, ever, ever want to regret what could happen to your kid if you leave them alone for a few minutes or even seconds. And it's just very scary. And I even experienced it. And we all think that it could never happen to us or to our kids. And it's so mm-hmm. can. It's such a 
difficult topic because exactly what you're saying, we don't want to think that it'll ever happen to us or, or we assume that it won't, you know, oh, my kids are fine. Well, you know, we're going to be fine. I personally know of, although I didn't know her, um, but she was a, a friend of my mom's and she had a toddler in a bath you know, you hear about children drowning in bathtubs, but then you think, really? And this mama lost her daughter. She was in the other room, just in the other room, and maybe just for a couple of minutes or whatever. I don't know the whole details of the story, but that little girl drowned in the bathtub. And it's a heavy topic, you guys. But it's, it needs to be talked about. There are a few heavy topics that we need to talk about because with more information, we can make better choices, right? Tell us what happened for you this weekend, Serena. I was giving my niece and my daughter a bath and my, my youngest, who was one, she does not like to bathe with them because I guess too much for her and but she is curious she loves playing with water so of course she's leaning over the bathtub touching the water splashing around and I turned for literally one to two seconds to grab the towel that was hanging on the vanity and when I looked over my youngest the one-year-old who was splashing around she fell over and she fell into the bathtub head forward so she was trying to hold herself up with her hand and she was holding herself up, but her head was underneath the water and she couldn't get up or get out. And my daughter's three and her cousin's four and they didn't realize or didn't think to say anything. And it happened so fast. And it's mm -hmm. scary to think that my daughter is trying to breathe for air and cannot get air because that's a scary feeling. I remember almost drowning once playing with my friend and almost drowning in the wave pool at Splish Splash because people are like pulling on you and it gets full and it's a very scary feeling and my daughter got scared I felt bad thinking of what she just experienced because that's traumatizing and it's very scary and if I would have stepped out the room to grab the towel it could have been a lot worse a lot worse mm. and it's scary to even think about that and it's scary to think that a mother can lose her child in the being in the same house mm -hmm. with your child and she drowns in the bathtub it's mm -hmm. it's something I would never want to regret ever 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 so mm. I think this topic is so serious and it's it's vital to get this information so that we can save lives especially mm -hmm. our kids lives mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that very recent experience that you had it really shows just how quickly it can happen and I don't know if you remember in that moment, if you heard her fall. No, I didn't. Over, I did not right? hear anything. Because she was already leaning down, playing with the water. Mm -hmm. And she right does this there. and she does this all the time. This is always her yeah. thing. She's always splashing around while her cousin and her perfect. sister are in the and bathtub. That's, and it that's perfect. Happens. That's yeah, that's her enjoying her water play in a way that feels safe for her. Mm -hmm. And so you were right there and you didn't hear that. And that's normal. 
she slipped over her face is now under the water. There's two other toddlers, um, three and four-year-old, just turned three-year-old, four-year-old in the bath. And they're not responding to this baby's face being under the water. And I want to say right now, parents, that it is never an older sibling's responsibility to keep their younger sibling safe or to keep each other safe. Mm -hmm. That is way, way too much pressure to put on any child, right? That's our job. Thank goodness you didn't leave the room. So right there, you turned around to get a towel that was nearby, not within arm's reach maybe, but nearby. So number one, bring everything you need into the bathroom when you're having the bath. Have it within arm's reach. You know, if you've forgotten the towel out in the other room, or you forgot you bought some new shampoo, you've got to go get it out of the kitchen, the bag that hasn't been unpacked yet, you know, life is chaotic when you have little ones. Take that toddler with you. Mm -hmm. If there's two big kids in the bath, one trick you can do if you have to leave the room for 30 seconds is you can say, I need you to keep talking to me while I go get the shampoo. So we're going to sing a song right now, or we're going to have a conversation right now. Mama's going to get the shampoo. Here she goes. Now you sing with me and you get them interacting with you so that you can hear those two voices that are still in the bathtub while you take the tiny one with you. Right. So you know that all three of those are safe because you can hear the voices. You've got the little one better is to have everything with you. And that doesn't, it doesn't always work out that way. (laughs) I don't want to freak you out. And I want to remind you that we need to do everything we can to stay safe. I kind of want to freak out moms because I'm kind (laughs) of one of those parents that is very like laid back. And if they fall, Mm. they fall, they're fine. And I'm not worried about it. I'm that parent that's like, that's not going to happen to my kid. So I need that scare sometimes. Okay. I need, okay. yeah, I need, I need. And be- when that happened, I felt very guilty. I felt very guilty because I imagined if. It's a little bit traumatizing for you. Because we can imagine. And it's the unimaginable, Right. Did you want to say anything else? Yeah. So when I was thinking about it and just thinking about it, what if I went to the other room? What if like a minute would have went by? And so I was up on my phone looking at numbers and thinking, if this happened to me, like I'm a nurturing mom, I'm there. I'm always, I'm always like, don't leave the kid alone in the bathtub. Don't leave them by water. Like I'm on that. Mm -hmm. And to think, not all parents are like us, nurturing parents mm-hmm. who are here, who are aware. And so it made me go into Google and look up the statistics about water safety and kids drowning. And to know three kids a day, three children a day, actually die mm. from drowning. In the U.S. In the U.S., okay. three a day. Oh, wow. Three mm-hmm. kids every single day. I mean, the mm. statistic is for a year, but to hear 
that number, 932, it, it makes you lose the feeling of that that's an actual child. So to see three kids dying a day from this, mm. it's so scary. It is important to bear in mind that little ones can drown in as little as two inches of water. So we're talking about the bathtub. I want you to talk about, I want you to think about the toilet or the sink. If you leave, you know, some hand washing in your sink in the bathroom or in the laundry room, in a kiddie's pool out in the backyard, of course, hot tubs, they're deep, um, shallow edges of larger bodies of water. So along a beach, you know, along a shoreline, two inches of water is all that it takes sometimes. So once, um, you know, don't, don't, don't leave water in the house. <laughs> don't leave your laundry in the sink where in a room that a child can get into. I want to reference episode number 61, which is about um, setting up our little ones for success. And it's a lot about um, child proofing and baby proofing. And so there's a whole section in that episode um, about bathroom safety and safety around the water areas in the house. So don't leave the dishes soaking in the water. And you might think that your child can't climb up that high. They might, you might think that they might not be able to open that bathroom door. So listen to episode 61 and get that kind of information. Um, and that's for water around the house. And another really good, um, practice is to empty the bathtub right after the bath to keep that bathroom door closed all those things but also to empty any buckets if you're washing the floor if mm -hmm, you're yeah. mop, mopping mopping up anything you know if you're washing the windows if you're washing the car empty those buckets empty the kiddie pool right mm -hmm. all those things don't leave um, water around that a child can access. I read something when I was looking this up too, in preparation for today, um, that one little guy drowned in the family pool in the backyard. You want to make sure that a pool in the backyard or any water in the backyard, a pond or anything is fenced. This mama thinks that her child got out through an unlocked pet door. Mm. You know, so that mama had the doors closed and everything. So you just, we just have to be extremely safe and careful. Um, <clears throat> so that's water around the house. Um. And it's not to overly alarm you or have you be an overly anxious parent. And I do want to say that next week we're going to do an episode that we're calling Don't Rush to Fix It. So it's about <laughs> not being that helicopter parent, not being that overly anxious parent. And this episode, like Serena said, maybe some of you do need a wake up call. Maybe yeah. some of you do need to be a little shocked and get on the page with this one. 
Um, <clears throat> and really, it's more for me, it's more about arming you with the information to keep your little ones safe while enjoying the many, 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 many benefits of water play, whether it's in a basin that they're just playing with the water in a kiddie pool in the backyard or down at the beach. Yeah, because our kids love the water. <laughs> oh, and it's so good for them. It's yeah. so good for sensory exploration. It's so calming. So calming. So if you've got a little one having a meltdown, sometimes the best thing you can do is either get them into a bath, if you've got the time to do that, or get them a basin of water to play with beside you. You know, get a basin of water at the kitchen sink so that they can be up there on a safe, you know, those safe child chairs mm -hmm. that they can climb up and be safe on um, beside you while you're making supper. Just let them, quote unquote, do their dishes. <laughs> So being that it's summer here, let's talk about being at the beach with our little ones. The first thing I'm going to say might not be all that um, <laughs> happy for some of you to hear. I do not want you to depend on float toys to keep your children safe. Mm. We're talking about inflatable float rings, you know, the plastic kind that you blow up. Mm-hmm inflatable rafts, water wings. Let's talk about water wings for half a minute. They are not a life-saving device. Proper life-saving devices are called PFD, personal flotation devices. Water wings cannot be relied on to keep your child safe and afloat. And also there are cute, what people call or what are marketed as life vests. None of those things will keep your child safe. You need to be within arm's reach and arm's length. When your child has water wings, you need to be within arm's length. The reason for that is any of those inflatable devices can lose air. I want you to know that drowning does not look like what we are led to believe drowning looks like. So the in Hollywood, arms. Exactly. Help, help. Exactly. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. The flailing arms, you know, even a, an, a hand reaching up, you know, five, four, three, two, one, like there's all these sort of Hollywood ideas. Drowning is a very silent uh, thing that happens. Um, most of the time, a drowning victim is silent and still there are reasons why that happens the body kind of goes into this shutdown mode the brain kind of shuts everything down and goes into self-preservation not knowing that it's actually drowning um <clears throat> they're just even within plain sight unless you know what to look for it can be very hard to determine 
Um, and I really encourage you to do a bit of research for yourself. But most importantly, you need to be within arm's length. This is one area where hovering around your child is not a bad thing. <laughs> in a playground, going for walks, letting your children go out and play in the backyard, you know, running around. When, when I was a kid, we ran for hours and hours and hours out of our parents' sight all day long. And I'm an advocate for getting that happening again. But at the water, we need to stay within reach. Now, there always needs to be an adult's eyes on the child or the children. If you have a number of children at the beach that you are responsible for, I want you to do head counts constantly. I learned to do that as a daycare teacher. If we were inside or outside, and especially if we went on an outing, constant head counts. So when you're at the beach and you've got five children in your care, <laughs> I'm hoping they're not all toddlers, but you want to be counting one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. That's how I spend my time at the beach. When I go with multiple children, I had <clears throat> the whole time. It sounds a little neurotic <laughs> and it helps me feel like I'm keeping people safe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I am. <laughs> if you're there with another adult, uh, your partner, your husband, whomever, um, a girlfriend, an auntie, and you need to go to the bathroom or you're going to go change into your bathing suit or whatever's going to happen and you're going to leave your post of looking after all those children, you need to make sure that other adult is now in charge of keeping their eyes on the children. So for my daughter and her husband, when the kids were little, they had um, their code words for each other were tag, you're it. And the other parent, when they got the message that they were now on duty, their response was tag, I'm it. I've heard other parents say, okay, you're watching. And the other parent looks them in the eye and says, okay, I'm watching and takes over the watch. You cannot assume that when you say, hubby, I'm just going to run up and use the washroom. I'll be right back. You got the kids and he's on his phone or whatever he's doing. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yep. No, you need to make sure that whoever those children are now being left with is on the ball. Yes. Okay. And speaking of phones, the best place for your phones at the beach is away in your beach bag. Yeah. If who wants wanna... their phone out on the beach? Yeah. If you <laughs> want to use it for a camera, which I do, um, put it in airplane mode so that you're not tempted to scroll. Mm -hmm. Scrolling is addictive. You need your eyes on your children when you're at the beach. You need to be present. Another really good safety tip is to get your children in swimming lessons early. Mm, yes. Babies can learn how to swim. Six-month-old babies yes. can learn how to swim. 
young, young toddlers can learn how to swim. If you're a decent swimmer, you can teach your child how to swim by being in the water with them. Not ever by tossing them in and making them swim. That's just traumatizing. I've heard way too many people tell me that's oh how they... Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of old school and it's never a good idea. <laughs> All right. Anything else on this less than cheerful topic? Um, I don't have anything else, but I do want to thank you for bringing this up and wanting to make this episode because it is kind of like for me, I was like, water safety, oh, it's kind of boring, but it is so important and it's so scary. And I promise you that night I was just up scared thinking about all the statistics, thinking about all the mothers that have lost their babies, thinking about all the babies that lost their whole lives that the, they had ahead of them. And it was yeah. very scary. And I just kept thinking if, if I would have been gone a little longer and the amount of regret that I would have to live with would be mm. unbearable. And mm. I don't want that for any other mom. And this is not the place to not be a helicopter mom. <laughs> when you're by the water, you're in arm's reach from your kid. Yeah. Thanks. If you're going to be on a dock where there are boats or on a boat, for sure, you want proper fitting Coast Guard approved flotation devices. You want to wear one so that you're modeling for your child and you want one on them. Some of our docks have life um personal flotation devices at the end of the dock and you can borrow them while you're down on the dock looking at the fish off the side of the dock and things like that. And I also want to say modeling that drinking alcohol and playing in the water or near the water don't go that well together. So if you can model not doing that, that's also really good because your children, your little ones are going to grow up to be teenagers one day. Yes. Anyway, it's an intense topic, but we hope that there's a bit there for you to just be a little more aware of, and we want you to stay safe. And most importantly, we want you to have so much fun in the water this summer. We love you. Bye. Love to wrap up, I'm just going to share my gems with you for this week's episode. Number one is bring everything you need into the bathroom when it's bath time. If you do need to step out, take your little with you. Number two is always be in arm's reach. Number three is if you're at the beach or maybe at a busy pool, use head counts and keep track of those kids if you're with multiples. Number four is do not depend on floaties or what you might think is a life vest. Remember, always be in arm's reach. And number five is... If you do have to step away when you are watching the kids in the water, make sure that another adult is watching. Like tag your it and wait till you get a response like tag I'm it, but never assume. And in summary, I'd like to say that around water, it's always better to be safe than sorry. Water can be very dangerous. It really can take a kid's life. And I'd love to watch that statistic drop for something that can be prevented as long as we're all informed. So like I said, please share this with somebody that you love and thank you so much for listening to today's episode.